0: I'm Marisol. And I'm Adam. Welcome to Reading Aloud, a podcast where Adam and I get curious about meaningful and not so meaningful topics.
1: Meanwhile, giving you insight into what we talk about, why we talk about it, and how we talk about it.
0: Woohoo! We're recording a, a podcast, podcast
1: and we're
0: making up, up the words this, to this
1: song. <laughs> We were, like, on it. and then, We were for a second. We're then recording then... this podcast. Yeah, it's a great way to start. Yeah. Cool. Sing a song. Break Sing, it, break, ice. breaking nice, break ice. Breaking it down. Breaking, breaking the break. law. Break, breaking the law. <laughs> breaking the law. Are you going to break the law? Yeah. Isn't that a song? Well, Something. You know I'm really good at song lyrics. You're horrible at song <laughs> lyrics. For all of you listening out there, I've never seen somebody, like not be able to sing a song she's like she'll be singing just i mean a song that we all know the words to she'll be like akuna tate it's <laughs> like it's akuna matata
0: why do you think that is give
1: give a song give a song um
0: i'm a bitch I'm a-
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're a what
0: that's how it goes
1: yeah i'm yeah. You're I, a
0: bitch. You're
1: no, I, no, I don't think you're. I don't think she says you're. Who is that? Lana Sorset? Lana, yeah. She's a. Well, how does it go? Child, the oh. mother. I'm a sinner. I'm a saint. <laughs> I do not feel constrained. Is that the. I'm yeah. your F. I'm your dream. Nothing in between, yeah. You know where we got that? You know where we got that was from um, uh, watching uh, Booksmart. Doesn't don't they don't they karaoke that song? <laughs> oh
0: right, right, right. And the other... open wide.
1: Yeah, got,
0: wide.
1: The, it's the other Alanis Morissette, but I think that that's subconsciously how Alanis Morissette got into your mind because we. Well, not that that
0: movie like a year and a month ago.
1: (laughs) Okay, (laughs) what what are we talking about today? Because we've already lost half of our listening audience
0: per usual because of you. (laughs) Um, um, Well, we were talking about how I'm the funniest person in the world because (laughs) everybody get ready for this. Trouser, who has changed her name on multiple occasions. Trouser's our puppy dog. She has, <laughs> she has currently changed her name to <laughs> to Trownly, which is a combination of <laughs> stop looking at me, of Tinley and Brittany. <laughs> and now so- do you get it? Okay.
1: Editing all this out. Okay, if you if you got that joke right off the bat. Send us
0: six emails. The answer. Just six emails. Six. Okay, so today we are going to talk about...
1: Work, 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 work. work. (laughs) That was unplanned.
0: (laughs) You were unplanned. (laughs) Oh, man.
1: We're going to talk about work. We're going to talk about... How work interacts in our relationship how work interacts in us as a couple because you you run your own business and I work for a nonprofit and so we we have two somewhat different views in the sense that like you're you know you work for yourself you set your own hours um you you know you are doing a bunch of networking and things like that and I kind of you know I go into an office every day and I work essentially nine to five and come home and there's you know somewhat structure and whatnot so there's a little different like a uh, relationship there and i just wanted to talk about like you know work is such an integral part of our lives uh some people love their jobs some people hate their jobs some people live and breathe their jobs some people clock in clock out there's there's all kinds of different relationships and yet work for for me it's something that like within the relationship or and within our relationship, you know, it can be kind of this separate thing. You know, we kind of hold work over here and oh that's work. Or we, we keep it contained over here. When and why are we doing that when your work, you as an individual, your work is such an integral part of your life? Shouldn't it be something more that you're communicating about, about as a couple? Because I think that we do a good job of this how we actually tune in and support each other through, like, through our, that work channel.
0: Well, for me, I think part of it is that in coming together in our relationship, I really valued what you did for work when I met you, which is the same thing you do for work now. Um, And I felt like that was of it, like what you did for work, although there's a lot of subtle nuances that I don't know anything about, but it's really, it's really of service to our planet and I am of service to the humans on the planet. And so, you know, I, I understand that. So I feel really excited to support you in the work that you currently do. But as it's evolved and you think about all your passions and hobbies, I am excited to support all of those. Like everything that you think about doing in your lifetime. It's like, yeah, I can support all of that. And so it it, it definitely was something that drew me to you was the work that you do. And now it's just about like really, really supporting you and you feeling like you're doing your best work in this world. And so it's interesting because you modeled that for me because when we met, I was almost eight years into a government job and I had, I guess, toyed with the idea of leaving or maybe moving cities and transferring. But either way, you were like, you really hit the nail on the head pretty quickly and and honed in. You were like, no, I don't think you need to work there anymore. And I remember you telling me like I needed to quit my job, which I had never done before. And i had had that job since I graduated from grad school and it served me in a lot of ways. And there was a lot that I liked about it. Um, And so when I when you told me that and you were like, you need to quit it by four months from now. And I was like, uh, (laughs) I gave you
1: a deadline. (laughs) Yeah. I was like,
0: how about a year from now? So then we were getting into what, what happens after I quit my job? Because it's not like, work magically appears when you start your own business. And I think, you know, as much as people want to tell you that working for yourself is takes time, I don't think anybody realizes how much time it takes to start up your business. And so, you know, I, I think about for me, what kind of like patience and faith it took on your part to support me through that time. Um, so I think we've maybe talked about this before, but like within a week or two of quitting my job, I got a diagnosis of cancer. And so, you know, that meant not working really, and definitely not in the way that we had anticipated, I would start working. And all of a sudden I had this year long period of rest, um, and was intermittently working. And ever since then, I mean, you've always told me you know, things take time, time takes time, and to support me through those unknowns.
1: Yeah, I think like, and and by the way, thank you for sharing that full story. I think that's that's a really important part of our journey, that kind of, that transition, um, and us being able to kind of flourish as a couple through a couple difficult times of like, you know, you getting that diagnosis, us not having a lot of money, you know, like really working through that together, um, I think built a strong foundation. So I just, I I appreciate you sharing that full story. You know, I think one thing that came up for me when you were talking was just like how there's a recognition there that, that I I guess I was able to tap into early on. I don't know if I've, where I learned this or you were just my person, I think. So this like kind of came pretty naturally to me, but there was a recognition there that like, what benefited you benefited us as a couple therefore like was good for me you know it, and it, it was it was this letting go of that kind of you should be doing this it was that like how can I support you because that's actually making improving my life so it's fully embracing and recognizing the power of a couple you know like and and or a relationship or whatever, like when you're flourishing, when you're in a good space, when you have set up for success, that means that like my life is better. Can can I ask
0: you though? Do you feel like had this been like a previous girlfriend or partner that
1: you wouldn't have been as supportive? Um, I I know. I th- I think. Um, I mean that's an interesting question. I think. Uh, I think I would have you know, I think I would have been um, supportive. I don't know what it would have meant in terms of as supportive, but like, if I was in a relationship with that person at that time, I guess I would like to imagine that, and they were going through some sort of like career work transition, I feel like I would have Been supportive because I
0: that's interesting or been
1: honest and supportive, you know. Yeah, and for me, like you going through that transition of work and like moving away from the government job, it was so clear. Like I didn't have any doubts. Like I, I could see it. You were ready. You were blossoming in your creativity, and it was like that's not the job for you. And you were, you said it yourself. It wasn't that like. It was different in the sense that, like, I was like, you need to quit your job because you're unhappy. You actually just needed somebody to help you across the finish line. You need somebody to help you, like, get at your back and say, you know, like, you're jogging with somebody. Come on, let's go. Let's go up the hill. You know, like, you're working together doing that, which, by the way, (laughs) if you're ever jogging with my soul, never do that. (laughs)
0: No, I love the metaphors so it, much.
1: But it's like that's that's what it was. You know, it was that it was that kind of yeah. It was. But that, it's
0: true. Nobody should jog with me. Period.
1: Well, no, people should jog with you. They should just not give you like positive motivation because then you will you will turn on them very quickly.
0: Yeah, it's just you. or maybe just me. Yeah, yeah. it's just you because you haven't Brene Browned it enough yet got it. I really believe that you have a faith about you. That's like, like, like the adventurous side about you and kind of a confidence about your situation, whatever situation you're in that will then allow you to go, yeah, take whatever dreams by the horns or whatever. Anyways, whereas I, on the other hand, felt like all that hesitancy and part of not even knowing that I was in the wrong job for so long was just this desire for a different kind of stability and, and like a real um, really elevating or valuing the stability that I had with the federal government and kind of enjoying because there is a part of me that likes that sort of like cog in the wheel type type thing. And so that's why I asked you that, because if we had just met and you had been like, I'm going to go out on my own, I'd have been like, oh no, please. No. I cannot imagine myself five years ago or four years ago being nearly as supportive as you. I would have been much more fear-based. And especially then you turn around and get a diagnosis of cancer. I'd have been like,
1: okay. How do we get that job back with that security? (laughs) Like a government health care plan go.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, I think about like, but the thing is, is when when we started this conversation on the podcast, it was about the fact that I really feel like I can support any of your dreams at this point. Uh And so for me, that's in part, I'd say there's three parts. One is having you, you having walked me through starting my own businesses and basically just modeling my support after the support you gave me. And the second would be because I believe in my business to take care of us at this point, if needed. Um, And third is like, it's just like a faithful knowing, like going through cancer, going through all that we've been through and having no money or seemingly no money, but still having a great life together. It's just like, I, I really feel like I got it. Like I got that we can do with little, we can do with a lot. We can, we can just make things happen. You know, I'm, I, I yeah, we made amazing things happen during that
1: time. It's mm-hmm. incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where do you think that that, like, the one thing that struck out to me there was like you talking about um, it being fear-based, you know, like, where do you think that that comes from is, is because, is it just that it's more comfortable in our like are we taught kind of growing up that that being with somebody who is has a stable career is better? I mean, I, I guess I guess I'm trying to say like, where does that come from? As opposed to and you want maybe to know it's if honestly it's like conditioning or if it's Yeah, and maybe you know. it's honestly like my I mean, I'm open to like receiving this. <laughs> it's it's a lot probably of my like straight white male privilege that I have the ability to say like, let's just go for it you know because well I actually think there's a lot of straight white males who would be
0: who are locked into their jobs for life because they have the idea that they have been told that they're going to be the breadwinner of their family and
1: mm. right um, right right
0: right I think that that fear for me well for one I ha- having had that job for so long and been in a couple relationships I had taken care of people for a while and been the breadwinner of my relationships and that, I was resentful about that. So mm-hmm. if I had met you and you had been like, oh, I'm going to join the circus and <laughs> start like spinning poi for, you know, pennies.
1: On the street, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I'd have been like, yeah, cool. Welcome to the story of my life um, and taking care of people and not ever being taken care of. And, you know, there for me, I think this is a separate subject, but there was huge lessons in receiving and being cared for and not being like not being somebody who had a lot to give energetically, spiritually, emotionally, financially during that time. And so you know, that's probably where the lesson was in that for me. But the thing about the fear is just, you know, we've created, I mean, we've got a budget sheet. We, we know what the bills are. Only a couple of those can go away, um, you know, be put on hold. The rest of them are luxuries that we've des- decided that's how we want to live. So then it's letting go of a lot of luxury. And then there's a set of those that if we want to live in a home and rent a home, we're going to have to have. So it's almost like just the math of it.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want to, I want to take this like, like I realistic. Yeah. 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 The, the reality <laughs> of it. I want to take it in like a, that got a little like money focused, um, for me, which is fine because work is so much about that. But like, what is work for you? Like, Oh, what, well, what that's is,
0: the point. What is work? But wait, but in, yeah, that's go ahead. The point yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. that it, it does boil down to money for me
1: uh-huh. in a lot
0: of ways. Uh-huh. and, Maybe this is the answer to the question I just didn't let you ask or finish. But I, I feel like, you know, I love what I do, and I'm creating the most amazing work life. But like, I'd be okay not to work.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so you're, you're, yeah, but you would still work. You would still not work. Create. Maybe in that you would still create, and so. And maybe I just have a like a weird view of it because I've always done work, as you said, that's kind of like giving back or social good or something, you know, environmental work. So maybe I have a different relationship with it than kind of a, you know, going to work and then completely separating when you come home. But, but I guess like for me, there's such intrigue in how you cultivate that work communication within a relationship that actually breeds trust deeper understanding of each other because work is a really hard thing to talk about sometimes in a relationship not because you don't care or not because you don't want to support the person but because and people know this listening out there like the only people that you really enjoy talking about work with most of the time are your co-workers like it's really hard for me to talk about work Outside of my coworkers because we're just the ones in it every day.
0: Yes. So I hear what you're saying, but scared Well, no, not breaks. It's you just took a hard left turn. What are you talking about?
1: I guess I'm talking about like we okay, so sorry if I was confusing. We're we we started to get on kind of like work Well, as... you
0: asked the question about fear.
1: Yes, I did. I did and and that that led us down a path of like work as stability uh-huh. and financial resources yeah. and capacity and I hear that but I guess that was, that's not one of the most intriguing things about work in a relationship to me. One of the most intriguing things is what I just said, which is, Got it. Yes. which is how you can communicate about work.
0: Well, the, but the answer to the fear thing was a stability thing. Right. right. And I hear that. Not yeah. like uh, if you, if your heart you
1: answered that and you, then I went, eh. <laughs>
0: yes. if your heart sings when you spin poi on the street, of course I want that for you, but that's not sustainable. So you'll never have that job just to be
1: clear and if you're downtown on saturday <laughs> night at the corner house
0: you will not find my husband <laughs> how is the
1: colleague thing connected it's 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 just uh... And maybe I'm maybe I'm just losing it here. I clearly clearly I'm having trouble communicate this question. But like, we communicated a lot about career and work and creativity over the past couple years with you as you were starting your business. Mm -hmm. That has been a huge connection piece for us in our relationship. Mm And that's not always the case. And maybe I'm making too many assumptions here, but like people work and then they come home and the goal is don't bring work home, right? You don't want to bring work home. And I agree with that. You don't want to be working at home when you're trying to spend time with your family, when you're trying to spend quality time. I I hear that and I understand and we shouldn't be working 20 hours a day, you know, or whatever insane amounts and just not connecting with the family. But how can, but at the same time, as i said at the beginning work is such an integral part of our lives whatever that work is we spend a ton of time working you know uh, we we spend so much time with our colleagues or our business partners right. working why then is the goal when we come home seemingly to separate and just not talk about it you know like and and so Without bringing work home, how do we talk about our emotions, our feelings, our things that are occupying our mind in a productive way with our spouse? Like, how do we support each other in that? I'm just, I think we do a pretty good job of it, but I'm like, how do we do that? That's well, what I'm trying to get to.
0: Well, I think the simple answer is, and 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 obviously you feel really big and passionate about this. And if there's anything else you need to add, please add. The simple answer is the question that. That I think a lot of people ask, "How was work, babe? How was your day, babe?" Mm-hmm. And then giving space and time to listen to that, and you know, that's the thing is, as a spouse, none of it's going to make sense. It's not right. going to have the same passionate fire. I mean. I would say you do a really great job of getting enthusiastic about my victories. And then I think I'm able to tell when you have a victory and then I celebrate the victory with you. But as far as getting into the details, sometimes it's just about being a listener, Mm -hmm. like just listening. Um, you know, of course, for me, I love when there's interpersonal pieces that need to be worked out, like a conflict with an like a ally or somebody out in the field or something like that, or, so, or somebody that you're working to, to prove something against. Mm-hmm. Like, I love those interpersonal pieces. And I think that's just because that's where my skill set would lie that I feel like I could guide you and support you and give advice if needed. Um, sometimes it's really just about like listening and trying to tap into your the joy that you're experiencing and just like be like, Wow, he is experiencing so much joy. That brings me
1: so much joy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then celebrating with you, yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It's like it's like when things are complex, just the listening piece and then really being sure to like celebrate successes with that person, no matter how small. I, th- that, that is enough for me. Like that stands out as like just, just sitting back and listening to the other person. And I think that for me, um, it has been a continual exercise and I hope to grow more in, in, in learning how to share about work. Like that is also a muscle that I need to work out is like, how do I share about work mm-hmm. in a way with you that is also enjoyable for you but then also allows me to kind of like feel that solidarity in our relationship with our work I just think that that's so important Mm. that like we have solidarity between the things that are driving our like creative professional pursuits
0: is there something that I could
1: do um no I mean I I think I think I think maybe you could listen more but like this is where this balance, like maybe you could listen more, but I also recognize in in that same breath that like I'm not the greatest at communicating and um, sometimes I freak myself out because I feel like there's too much context. There's too many kind of like background to be able to share. And so I think you can probably ask me to share more and then I need to do a better job of like, not making any assumptions that you need to know xyz before fully understanding me and just trusting that you're going to understand or just listen and be there as support and slowly through that you will begin to understand and be like oh yeah like you put the dots together Mm -hmm. you know i i struggle with that sometimes about being like oh it's really complicated i don't even want to start but i just need to start explaining Mm -hmm. and so maybe if you ask me more about my work like Hey, what about that thing? And then you'd be able to put some dots together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I have to give a shout out to my dad here in the sense that, um, you know, he is always asking me about work. And one thing that he's begun to do is like he will follow our organization our website and our social media now. So now he has like reference points of things that he saw on the social media hmm. that he will then ask me about. He'll be hmm. like, oh, you guys launched a report. How? Like, tell me about that. Hmm. Like, what did it say? Like, he knew about it. He read the blog, hmm. you know, and then he, we were able to like, he provided that context. So shout out to my pops who has been um, really great at doing that.
0: Hmm. That's wonderful. Thank you for
1: that suggestion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah
0: great combo
1: well thanks for thanks for engaging in that I just you know I think I, I really want to dive into that more because I think there's some deeper stuff that I, I want to think about I like think how so. that how that plays into relationships yeah, so I think I can do that. if that if that engaged a conversation for you out there in podcast land um, we'd love to hear how how you all inter- interact with each other um, and, and interact with your partner around work and around your professional careers or your entrepreneurial careers um, yeah, we'd love to hear any any stories from that. So feel free to share. Thanks, y'all. Thanks a lot. Bye.
0: Be on the lookout for a new release of this podcast every other Thursday. Thanks for tuning in and listening as we discuss what is meaningful and curious to us.
1: And don't forget to rate, review, and share with your friends. Bye. Bye.